0: Welcome to The Brad and Taylor Show. Today we have Brian Riley.
1: You're listening to The Brad and Taylor Show, a podcast that inspires entrepreneurs to pursue their passions. We're sitting down with some of the best to learn how they got started and some lessons they learned along the way.
0: Hi, how's it going?
2: Going good, how are you guys?
0: We're doing good today.
1: We're doing good, we're doing good. So tell us a little bit about what you do.
2: Yeah, well first of all, thanks for having me on The on the Brad and Taylor Show, I'm excited. Um, you know, my name is my name's Brian Riley. I am a uh, real estate team leader here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Uh, my office that you can see behind me is located in the North Hills. Um, we do business all over Pittsburgh, North, South, East, and West, uh, but the North is home for us here. Um, I am, like I said, the team leader, also licensed agent, listing agent uh, for the Riley Smith team here with Remax Select.
1: Awesome. Hey, that's awesome. So, when you were younger, did you? Uh, is this what you had planned when you grew up, or what would you have planned?
2: Uh, not this. Um, not this. <laughs> yeah, not not this. I don't know. You know, I don't think I knew what being a real estate agent really was or what it really meant until about a month after I got my real estate license. Nice. Um, but yeah, I you know, we we talked about that question. W- what did you want to be when you grow up? I guess it probably depends on you know, at what point you would have asked me or at what point you would have you know, told me that I've grown up. Um, <laughs> you know, I was always into uh, like multimedia, audio stuff, music stuff. So I I would think probably something something having to do with uh, marketing or multimedia or, or music recording or audio video in some some kind of way. That's awesome. Nice.
0: I know you mentioned you have a team. How, how many people are on your team right now?
2: Um, So there are five of us on the team. So there's myself, my partner, Sandy, my wife, Lisa, uh, Jeremy, who is our uh, buyer's agent. And Amanda is our marketing specialist. She's also a licensed agent. So she's one of our our buyer's agents or showing agents, as we call them. And uh, Deneen is our administrative coordinator.
0: Nice. And when you first started out, did you start on a team or were you solo?
2: I was solo when I started okay. out. Um, if I knew then what I know now, I, I probably would have um, joined a team or looked at it, looked into it a little bit harder, probably than, than what I did.
0: Yeah. How long were you solo before you did join a team?
2: Um, well, so I started the team. So I got my license in 2016, and I started the team in mid June, you know, June July of 2019. So. We're going on, I guess, two full years um, nice. as a as a team here. Prior to that point, I was always a solo agent.
0: That's awesome! Congratulations with that. Do you guys have any plans to grow your team more? Or are you kind of good where you're at right now?
2: You know, we definitely have plans to grow our team more. We have we have big goals. Um, I'm sure we'll talk about that.
0: Yeah, for sure.
2: Um, big big goals. You know, we we picture you know 100 agents 200 agents whatever it might look like um on our team right now we're at that point where what we're doing works so well and the and yeah. you know we're like the uh the super team or the uh like tom ferry calls it the um uh, the navy seals right like everybody on the team's got their job and everybody fits you know their role fits with their strengths and everybody's so strong um that it's, you know, it's kind of tough to, to um, not to say that we're perfect. Of course, we still learn every single day, but as a team, everything feels like so perfect. Everybody's so well-matched, you know, that it's uh, taking that next step is, is probably taking longer than than it probably should have uh, or could have, but um, yeah, we have, we have big plans to grow. And that's something that we're always thinking about here.
1: That's awesome. So when you uh, decided to add on a team member, how did you, like what made you get to the point where you're like, I need to add somebody on? Where, where did you, how did that go?
2: You mean like with the first team member? Yeah. yeah. Like how
1: did you decide you needed somebody on and on? Was it like, I'm way too busy or was it like, oh, it's time to build.
2: <laughs> um, It was, it was time to build. I think more than anything. I, um, you know, I'm very big on like coaching and reading and, and, I don't want to say researching, but I, you know, I like, I like to look into things. I like to see what other people are doing. I like to see specifically people who are doing, you know, successfully uh, whose businesses are going in a direction that I would want mine to go. And all of, all of those people pretty much have, have teams. Right. Um, when I was starting out, I also saw a lot of other, you know, agents who were only doing a little bit more than me and they had these teams and it was like, what are they really doing? Right. So uh a book that I kind of modeled my team after at the beginning when it, when it was just me before it was my partner and I, uh, millionaire real estate agent oh, yeah. by um, um, Gary Keller and, uh, You know, he talks about the team. He talks about start with your administrative staff. Make sure you have the administrative staff. Otherwise, you will be the administrative staff for (laughs) yourself and for the team. So, I knew I needed to do that. I started off with a virtual assistant, and then once I had that, within like a week or two, I was like, "Well, I've got this." So, I now you know what? Let's let's look for agents. So, and I interviewed a, a few agents. Reached out to quite a few agents um, talked with some people and, you know, Jeremy was the the perfect fit. He was the first one that, that kind of saw the vision and came along with me. And, um, you know, he's been, he's been killing it and we've been kind of killing it ever since. Um, it, you know, gets to the point where we get busy and realize, you know, we definitely need to bring on even more agents. He does so many showings that we need other agents to, to help him with showings and so on. So, um, Yeah. So that's, that's, that's kind of how it's gotten to this point. Like I said, by, by design though, you know, it's, it's, we're, we're always thinking about growth and we're always thinking about building and continuing, uh, you know, with this great foundation that we have.
1: That's awesome. So you talked about a virtual assistant. Did you, um, what made you decide to do virtually versus like in person, um, right next to you? Uh, because we got a virtual assistant now and I think it's like the best thing ever.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So there was a couple of, of things that made me look into it. Um, one of them, you know, being just, it was economical. Yep. Uh, like I said, looking at other successful teams and, and maybe not so successful teams and seeing like, what are they doing that from the outside looking in or looking, looking at the numbers and, and looking at it from, you know, a business building perspective, yes. what makes sense and what doesn't, um, my business was at a level at the time, I think, uh know i was i was probably aiming with a goal of like 40 or 50 transactions a year it was mid-year i was halfway there i was at 25 transactions and i was like this you know i definitely should have somebody but i'm not you know economically um what makes most sense right so looking at it as a business perspective but then also knowing like i said uh, before we started recording i've got the office behind me here most agents nowadays aren't even working in the office yep so why should i Worry about where that person is when they could be in the office, and I still might not even see them because I might not be there. I'll be out on yeah. the road meeting with meeting with clients or you know whatever else we're doing. So that's
1: awesome.
0: Yeah, for sure. When you first got your virtual assistant, I know this is talked about a lot with multiple different people. Was it hard for you to pass that torch over and be like, okay, this is your responsibility now? I'm going to step back and I'm going to let you handle this so I can get more done. Was that hard for you? I know it is for a lot of different people
2: so it's hard to do. It's hard to execute. It wasn't necessarily hard. Like it wasn't a mindset shift necessarily. It was probably a series of like little mindset shifts just to execute it. Like I said, but I mean, i that's the other thing. There's no point in hiring somebody and then not giving them something to do. So, you know, prior, prior to being in real estate, I was a, I was a project manager for a mechanical contractor. So, You know, we saw a lot of, you know, we, we looked at a lot of manpower, you know, labor um, issues and planning and project planning and things like that. So obviously, you know, you can't do everything yourself. Uh, Delegation is important, but it's, it's definitely tough to actually do.
1: Yeah, for sure. What other, um, what other jobs did you have before doing, just going straight into real estate? Did you, like, that kind of helped you along the way?
2: Good question. Um, so like I said, I was a mechanical contractor for a, um, or I was a project manager for a mechanical contracting company. Uh, I was actually a union sheet metal worker prior to that. Same, same company, same line of work, same industry. So I started off um, working in a shop, sweeping floors, and then I started yeah. welding. And then I um, just kind of went through the ranks there. I was a shop foreman, and then I was into estimating and project managing and, and um, more of a, you know, office type role with that, with that company. So, um,
1: Did you, I, you uh, know, when you switched like to doing real estate, like, did you jump into a full-time or like straight away, or did you like slowly transition over to how that process go for you?
2: So I got to a point in that other business where, like I said, I was kind of raised r- rising through the ranks. Um, but obviously, like I said, when I was younger, uh, not only was real estate not something that I saw myself doing, but that certainly wasn't either. So, um, always was looking into other things and other businesses. And um, I actually was involved with the network marketing company prior to real estate, and that's one of the things that pushed me the most to get into sales. You know, marketing, actually talking to people, helping people, personal growth. Like I said, all the reading, the coaching, the personal development stuff. Um, did that for a few years and then realized, you know, there's a, there's another business out there where I could kind of merge these skills that I have um, and go in every day to an office or to a location, treat it like a business, treat it like a job, work harder for myself than I did for this other employer for the last 12 years, yeah, um, earn it, you know, turn it into something. So I, I was still working. And when I took my real estate classes, I actually went signed up and drove uber for like a couple of weeks to pay for my real estate classes Nice. uh, while doing a network marketing business while doing project management like (laughs) i was was doing 10 things at once um, but i knew that it was temporary and and real estate was something that i wanted to throw kind of throw it all into so i did uh did both for like a year and a half and then got the business to the point where it it was beyond the point where it made sense for me to not be doing both things at once anymore um, and shifted into into doing real estate full-time That's when you awesome. first
0: transitioned over into real estate full-time was there any advice that you got that you could now turn around and give to anybody adding to your team or new to your team
2: i got a lot of advice like i said yeah. i i kind of sought advice um i was fortunate when i was getting into the business to uh, i talked to a couple different brokerages and i had some some gentleman from a, another brokerage nearby not the one that I'm currently at but you know they they brought me in and I said I don't know anything about real estate like I said I, re- I really didn't uh, have any idea I just knew that it would involve sales I knew that it involved dealing with people and helping people and then obviously you know houses um, they gave me a lot of advice they talked me through a lot of things helped me get my license but you know they said We have sales meetings every Wednesday, even though you don't have your license yet. You can come in here every Wednesday evening and do these sales trainings. So before I even had my license, I was I was I was doing, you know, sales trainings and going through the systems and okay, listings are leveraged. So that was a completely different. Again, I didn't know anything about real estate. I had bought a house before and I just thought real estate is, you know, basically selling houses. But it's not about selling houses. If you want to do it on a high level, you have to find people that actually want to sell their houses and help them. So that was, you know, that's so obvious to me now, um, that I don't, you know, when I'm talking to new agents, I just assume that they've also heard that and that they already know that, but I don't know, I guess a lot of, a lot of people, a lot of agents probably aren't hearing that. Um, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of agents that work with buyers. So, you know, as far as practical advice, that was uh, one of the biggest things that helped get my business to where it is now is, you know, listings are leveraged, find out what you have to do to get the listings, find out, what you have to do, if the people have a house and they want to sell it, what what can you do to help them, right? Or they want to make a move. What can you do to help them? Maybe selling's not even, you know, maybe they can rent it out and move later. Maybe that's an option, but whatever it may be, you know, find out where the problem is and how can you help them? If you have buyers, their problem is they need a house. So go find a house yeah. with a seller or with an owner who wants to move and then help them Figure out where they're gonna to move to so that you can then take your buyer and help them. You know, it's a it's a cyclical uh business here.
0: For sure, yeah, for sure. Yeah. When you first started out in real estate, also can you take us to your first transaction? How did that go? I know you had the sales training, so maybe it went smooth for you, maybe it didn't. How did that go? That first one?
2: That's a that's another really good question. So not not only do real estate licensing classes not actually teach you much about what you're going to do when you get into the business, <laughs> but most sales trainings don't actually teach you about what's going to happen once you actually, you know, get that client to say mm-hmm. yes, essentially. Uh, when you find that person who wants to sell a house and you find that buyer who wants to buy it, what do you do from there? Um, I was fortunate. I did have, you know, the same mentors who helped me kind of get into the business, actually helped me once I was in the business, which was great. Um, They weren't just, you know, recruiting me and signing me up. They actually helped me. Um, I was fortunate, you know, I got my license. Like I said, I was doing a lot of different things at once. I was taking classes on my lunch breaks at my other job, uh, leaving there and then going out and basically showing houses in the evenings and doing that kind of thing. The first day that I got my license, when it actually came in the mail or I got the email, whatever it was, and it said, you're a licensed agent. I had a list of phone numbers ready for people in a neighborhood that I knew you know I could probably do business in. and I just started calling people on that list and seeing who wanted to who wanted to move. I did that for like a month. Um, I was telling people what I was doing. Eventually, uh, a friend of a friend you know came to me and said, well, we've been thinking about moving. It was the beginning of the year. It was like it was basically New Year's New Year's Day, I think. Um, we took them out to see some houses, put in some offers. I was doing an open house for another agent on a, on another house. that had been sitting on the market forever. It was the middle of winter. It was a foot of snow outside. Uh, it was the middle of a Steelers, Baltimore Ravens, you know, wild card playoff game. So everybody in Pittsburgh was glued to that. So nobody was going to come to the open house. One couple came into the open house, um, ended up putting in an offer used me as their agent. They weren't even in the market for a house prior to that. They saw my open house sign stopped by fell in love with the house put in an offer that got accepted. So I actually sold two houses in, (laughs) in one weekend, uh, like a month after I got my license. And that was, that was kind of when I knew that the business was that I was in the right place, um, that I was doing some of the right things and that, uh, you know, maybe I could continue to, to grow and continue to learn while, you know, actually having some level of success along the way. Um,
1: yeah, that's awesome. So did your next couple transactions after that go as easy like it goes fast and getting them both in the same weekend? I bet you it probably did it slow down or did it like at least for like the next month or did you keep getting consistently going from there? Cuz that's kind of like right at the beginning you're like two in a weekend, yeah, I got this. <laughs> I
2: got this, yeah. No, so I was working the other job. So I almost um intentionally was like I'm not going to sell any more houses cuz I need to worry about getting these closed. So the, the sales part i think i sold 12 houses my first year and i was nice. i was part-time um which is you know pretty good it's not it's not like nobody's ever done it but it's it, it's pretty good for a part-time agent the sales part kind of came easily i was also yeah. fortunate enough my first year that every single one of those sales was an absolute struggle to get closed whether it be from uh you know broken sewer lines or other home inspection issues or lenders dropping the ball or title companies dropping the ball or, you know, sellers going crazy and changing their minds, whatever the case may be. Like every single transaction that I did, all 12 of those, plus I think there was more. I think I had like three falters in my first year, which is a, which probably is a crazy number. Um, you know, every one of those experiences was a was a learning experience for me. And and I, you know, took so much away from that, that I talked to agents now who've been in the business seven years and they're asking questions. And I'm like, Oh yeah, I did that my first month. <laughs> yeah. We, we had a $30,000 store issue that we managed to you know negotiate. Um, so, you know, blessed to have all that, all that stress and all those headaches, uh, right at the beginning and to have some good mentors that kind of helped coach me through it. So now I, now I know what to do. I, there's always something, something new that you haven't seen yet. And something crazy that happens that just of blows your mind but uh i feel like i've got a pretty good base of of you know crazy experiences just from that that first year alone yeah Yeah.
0: so over the last two years what is the worst property you've been to i know the first year kind of crazy situations but what is the worst property you've been to
2: so that's another really good question so I don't know if I can even answer that with just, with just one. So we're, we're in (laughs) Pittsburgh here, you know, it's a, it's a beautiful area. There's a lot of hills. There's a lot of old homes, you know, homes range here from 150 years old to, to brand new, obviously. Um, There's a lot of hills. There's a lot of rivers. There's a lot of water. You, you never know what you're going to get. Sometimes you could be in an otherwise nice home and then you go down in the basement and it's, it could be a mess. So we've seen some, some, some pretty gnarly ones. Of course, you know, some of these foreclosed properties that sit vacant for a while can be, can be pretty, pretty ugly and pretty gnarly. We we've seen some, we've seen some <laughs> stuff there too. Also,
1: I like it. I like it. So let's say you had to start all over today and you only had a thousand dollars. How would you spend that first thousand dollars?
2: Um, I don't know how I'd even spend the first thousand dollars, but I know what I would do. I would. Mean, basically do the same thing I did when I started the first time with less than a thousand dollars, uh, I like it. get on the phone, you know, find a list. So you might have to spend money on that. Uh, I, I asked around and the basically my broker provided it to me, a list of, you know, phone numbers and contacts in a neighborhood, or it could be for sale by owners. It could be expired listings. And I would just start calling people and just asking them, you know, Crazy question. Do you, are you interested in selling your house? I'm calling you completely out of the blue, but have you thought about moving? A lot of people have. Um, I would do that, and I would be doing open houses for other agents or whatever I could. There, certainly doing open houses on my own listings, and yeah, that's you know, if I had to spend money on open house signs or whatever, yeah. I had to spend money on along the way. But that's what I'd be doing.
1: Awesome, I like it. Uh, how can people get a hold of you?
2: Yeah. So our website, myhomereality.com. I know nobody, I don't know how many people actually go and look to uh, communicate with real estate agents on their website, but we uh, we do a lot of content. We post a lot of, on Instagram and Facebook, all of our social media accounts. If you go on the website, scroll down to the bottom, you can get connected with us there. Awesome. Again, it's my myhomereality.com.
1: Sweet. That's awesome. Hey, thanks for coming on and sharing your story with us today.